Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Conscious Brainwash. This is uh, our episode. I forgot which one because we're having so much fun. Season two. That's Season two. Matters. Yeah. And, and uh, come on and we actually start to apply yeah we have (laughs) been very fortunate to keep meeting amazing people and we continue to shoot new episodes with them and this is our episode with mr atin gupta welcome to conscious brainwash thank you guys thanks for having me Mr. Atin is widely successful uh, entrepreneur. He is a professional accountant, and he has had a lot of success in in the field of uh, accountancy. And he comes from uh, uh, his background. He's come from India. He has been really successful uh, since he have moved to Canada, and now he just recently founded a startup where he is building something uh, very disrupting in accounting space. And that's not uh, why he's here because he's successful. He's here because Uh, According to his story and how much we know about him, he has done most of it very unconsciously and he'll describe how he he got aware and conscious a couple of years ago and his life hasn't been the same and in this journey he's just exploring more about himself and just loving life like he never did before so we find him very very interesting to share his ideas how his life has been because we feel like a lot of our audience will connect to it because we all are chasing somehow the materialistic success which he has had and now he looks at the life from a very different angle. So we're very excited to chat with you. Yeah, round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for for giving the opportunity to be able to talk uh, in front of your audience. And uh, and I'm the culprit in the same way they could because when you guys came out for the first time and I'm the same way, I just looked at it. I was like, I'm not really sure what we're talking about. But slowly and steadily when I get to know you guys and, and saw the message, um, I think we all are living that life in, in some form, and I can speak to that of my own experience. Mm-hmm. So just to give you a bit of a background, <clears throat> Mr. is a very strong word. I think I'll take that out of the equation. <laughs> and uh, it's a name given to me. It's not who I am. Uh, it's, a, it's a name given to me like it's every relationship that's given to me when you're born. Um, so the, you'll see throughout the conversation, I might talk about things that I know today and the things that I knew three years ago, uh, it's going to sound very different. Um, I grew up in India for the most part from a very small town in Ludhiana, Punjab. Um, I grew up with some of the best people I can think of. As you know, most Punjabis, they are just so full of life in so many different ways. So I get to grow up very warm and, and very, uh, you know, the, anybody who come home is God. Uh, you know, any, any guest come home, you open your heart and your, and your, and your tears and everything else and you, and you welcome them in the world. Um, um, a lot of, uh, um, a lot of things happened in life that made it very difficult uh, after my teenage. So after the age of 11th and 12th, my after my father passed away um, and my mom really kind of took on the role of uh, helping me and my sister be the best version of where we are at that point in time. But there's a lot of things that I came to know about it today that I realized that happened to me in the past. And as most psychologists say, is most of your pain hides in the past. We just never go, care to look for it because we think it's a past and it doesn't affect us. But a remnance of a pain body, so to speak, a pain that happened in the past, a remnance of it stays with you. With you, If you don't have a way to get rid of it, it just carries on with you and gets bigger and bigger. And that's pretty much what happened with me when I start to explore certain aspects of my life. Uh, career-wise, you know, like how you define success is, is, is different for everybody. Um, I... <clears throat> was working hard and getting my first degree. I got a head start. Um, I was 19 when I did my CPA uh, or almost 20. And yeah. uh, and by the time I was 25, I had four accounting degrees <laughs> So in four different countries. So it helped me establish myself. Um, I came to Canada, leaving everything in India and uh, my family with the goal of that make a little bit of money and then go back 
which is 99% of people who don't know this part of the world thinks that this is a money-making machine. Mm -hmm. We just go there and cash out a whole bunch of money and go back and then they realize it's a way of life. Mm -hmm. uh, either you are built for it or you're not built for it. So when, when somebody come on from, from outside, they look at it and they say, oh, this is too tough. I mean, it was so easy over there. We had chauffeurs, we had cleaners, we had everybody at our disposal. The cost of living is very low. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you reach over a certain threshold, you make enough money. And here, everything is a struggle at the beginning. You have to do everything yourself. You have to, you know, every single thing has to be done by yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so I was no different. I did all of that. And, and then this, uh, I wouldn't say American dream, but North American dream. It's like, go get settled, get a great job, you know, get a wife, get, have kids, have a house. A, a, a very typical um, dream given to you by your parents, that dream given to their parents by their parents and so on and so forth. No one is at fault. Like just to be very clear, mm -hmm. uh, there is never a blame. In any of these conversations, I want to be very clear because it's we're all in it together, mm -hmm. right? The way I see it now, we're all living a life of suffering mm -hmm. at some level. Mm -hmm. There's always some sort of pain that we're dealing with. There's always some sort of happiness that we're chasing. There's always some sort of uh, uh, dreams that we believe that we, mm -hmm. we are entitled to. Mm -hmm. We're always chasing something mm -hmm. or we're running away from something. Mm -hmm. and, there's, and everybody's trying to figure it out how they're going to survive in the best way they can survive. Yeah. So Atin, like, I just want to go back a little bit. You said that uh, you came to Canada, you were doing stuff, you you were successful. It's something you just said about pain. Like, this is the, this is a lot uh, coming from the transformation you have been having since last three years. So, what really triggered it? Like, so give us a little context. Like, what really triggered you were really successful? You had a very great job in one of the biggest companies in Canada. So, why did you decided to explore more of inner self of yourself? That's a, that's a wonderful question. Thanks for bringing it back. Um, so professionally, I had everything I could possibly dream of, right? We're probably making top 1% of the people get to make in this world. I was, I was there. Um, and um, personally, I got married. Uh, it was an arranged marriage, so to speak. Uh, we didn't have any kids. But for some reason in this whole process, I got sick. I got really sick. Um, I had stomach issues, major stomach issues, could potentially go into a stomach cancer and all those things to that point. I would eat something and 15 minutes later, I would just, I would be in the hospital, so for that matter. Mm. Um, my, my job supported it 100%, and the firm that I was working with, they supported everything from top to bottom for a year. And so I took the time off to try and figure out what I need. So at that point in time, it was about five years ago, I made some drastic changes in my life, i.e., within the family. Uh, you know, I, we go, through, we went through divorce with my uh, with my ex uh, amicably, and then uh, our family. We were trying to figure out because they also just recently moved from Canada, and I've been here for 10, 15 years, so had a different mindset in terms of what, how they see things, and how I see things, and so on and so forth. So. When I realized, I thought that I, I had a problem. So, you know, I had something called H. pylori. I had a problem. And turned out that this was basically because of chronic stress. I did not understand the value of stress at that time. It was chronic stress built over eight years for me pushing to do something that I didn't even need. So I was constantly chasing money. I was constantly chasing success. Not that I wasn't doing the right thing. I was trying to do the right thing by everybody, but there was no stop. I didn't know that if I had, let's say $200,000, it's enough. We just keep chasing, right? So that chase got to a point where I'm constantly not realizing what I want in life, who I am, mm -hmm. how much is enough, what is needed, what is not needed. Mm -hmm. It was all just, there is some sort of, I felt, now I feel like I was a rat in a machine yeah, and just yeah. turning the wheels mm -hmm. over yeah. and over. Yeah. And I didn't know if there's a world around that wheel, wow. right? Sorry, I just want to make like kind of uh, really um, talk about this uh, so that our audience is able to understand so you thought that money is what you want and you thought success and progression in your career and your profession is what you want and you chased it and you went after it which all most of us like pe people who are listening in ages of like especially millennials they all are mostly in that rat race and we all are trying to get to that oh I want financial freedom or want seven figure salary or whatever dreams could be but then you realize it later then that it's a never-ending journey like it's like non-stop 
like running on a treadmill which is not going to stop i feel like yeah. i feel like the reason why is is a big is a big thing to take into consideration because everybody's going to be chasing money even people that are consciously enlightened or go through some type of awakening in their own life you you still work with money or you have a relationship with money but why that you have that relationship is important because it doesn't change i don't think so that's a great point and and both of them if i address it specifically just to finish our previous thought where i physically got ill i made some changes and i still blamed certain people for putting me where i was but I managed to push that. I thought pushing them away will get me what I needed and I fix myself and I will go back into doing. So I actually went back. I made some changes in life by you know, getting a divorce. I'm not happy. I want to go chase whatever like so-called happiness at that time. And I went back into the same cycle again. And then three years later, after I came out of a relationship, that I realized that every single relationship I'm trying to have personally is fundamentally, uh, there's this one single denominator, me. I am the one, I am the problem. I keep looking for blaming other people for not having a proper relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't have a good relationship with my mother or my sister or my you know, partner or girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Everybody is there to blame except me. Mm-hmm. Right? I, mm-hmm. how, how can anybody think that I'm wrong? We come from a position of ego. It's like, of course I'm right. Everything I decision to make, I make with the intent of making it right. Damn, that must have been a scary situation because I, f- I feel like it would have felt like you looked up and then everybody was looking at you in your own mind. Like it felt like every single individual that you were thinking about, I thought they wronged me, they wronged me, they wronged me. And then you were like, oh my gosh. Like, well, the thing is that I tried the blame. Yeah. It worked for a little while and we pushed people away and they loved me enough that they didn't completely walk away, that they stayed on in my life, but yeah. just you know, stayed away a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then I was still unhappy. So I was like, okay, so I have all the money in the world that I need, probably. I have more stress that I want. I have no time that I need. And I'm not learning at all. And I got no relationship, but the work is great. So where am I going with this? Is this a question you asked out loud, asked to yourself? Yeah, so that was the question that was the question for my decision-making process. So this was was fundamental to my well-being that I said, if this means that I am in a cycle where I'm only going to get more money, and more work, and the time is the most valuable and limited commodity that I have, what am I trading with? Mm-hmm. So as soon as I gave up the money and got my time back, it changed. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you mm-hmm. how it felt. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a plan, like a very strong plan that could say, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna do this, 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 this. You know how people always Try backtrack to make sure that they have everything that they need before they make a change and everything. Like a checklist. I had, yeah, I had some plan, but I didn't have a very concrete plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I knew what I cannot do any further. Yeah, I think that's where we, I think that's a uniting factor. I think you've experienced that in your life. I think anybody, I, I've experienced it in my life, and now you're saying you've 100% experienced it in your life. And I think to recognize that you're not, you're moving in, in, a, in an unknown territory, but you are so comfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah. even yeah. though it's like all around. I'm only sitting here and talking for one purpose only. I, I, and when you mentioned to me, I said, I want people to learn from other people's mistakes and not from their own. Mm. You got to save time. Mm. Time is the only most valuable commodity we're left with. That's it. There's nothing else. <laughs> There's nothing else. We are in this world. We are made up of senses that allows us to experience yeah. um, a life. Mm-hmm. And for that senses to continue to work, you got to keep your mind, body and spirit in the most healthiest conditions possible. Mm-hmm. For that, you need to have a break from everyday stress. We live in the country, particularly North America, where stress is inevitable. Mm-hmm. We live in so-called developed country where if you are into the system, you're part of the golden jail. You have to do certain things in a certain way. If you do it, you fall behind and you got to keep catching up. Mm-hmm. Once you're in it, you got you, you are handcuffed by those golden cuffs yeah. and everything and you got to do what you got to do and you like it. Yeah. 
you know it's so um, fascinating i think that we when we started doing this show one of the intent we had was to share how important <coughs> the alignment of mind body soul is and uh, we you are a prime example where you were driven by a great mindset you were very successful like you accomplished things and i can uh, i can just assume that you were very focused on to what you want in your life and you were driven so the mindset was there but you were missing the health set you didn't had that alignment with your health his body soul. was turning around and saying hey smart not man yeah. yeah so so how did uh, that got how did you like figure that out that okay i need some change like you said you had a health breakdown you went back to work and you you came back and so how did this whole alignment of mind body soul started to putting together for yourself when i realized that <laughs> one thing in life is not working it was a major decision apart from walking away from marriage walking away from a firm that i worked for 13 years when i'm sitting on the very high position and nothing is wrong mm. to walk away from that was probably the two toughest decisions of my life mm. right and learned it taught me a lot and all i knew was and the comfort that i had was that i can go back and make still decent money and go back to any firm and make decent money so i think i want to give it a shot i'm still young enough i want to give it a shot that was the only easy part for me to walk away mm. Once I bought the time, I planned it in such a way that I'm going to have to take 6 months off for myself. Mm. Right? And I did. And at that point in time, I had only one goal. I don't know anything about anything. I didn't live my life. I lived someone else's life. Mm. I need to figure out what my life is. So, what that means in my opinion is that we are conditioned by our families by our environment by our friends by our traumas by our experiences good or bad and it makes us who you are because we believe we are our mind until i realize we are not i really want to call out media in that situation too once you realize how vulnerable you are it plays it's, a very specific role but anyway absolutely anyways. yeah it's and it's one of those things where when i realized it i was like If somebody asks me who I am, I have no idea. Mm. <laughs> How do I answer this question? Yeah. Mm. I spend time over time over time. It's like I'm sitting here and I'm getting up in the morning and then doing things and I have no idea who I am. Yeah. yeah. That's a great question actually. You know, a lot of people who are listening right now, that's something we all should ask ourselves when somebody asks like you, who are you? And uh how do we describe ourselves is it hey i am an indian or hey i am a uh, this uh, nationality or hey i'm doing this or i'm this business like what describes you like is is the what your profession is is this like what your role is uh, like i'm a father or i'm a you know entrepreneur that that says a lot like how we describe ourselves and what kind of hat we wear right yeah So yeah, yeah that's uh, something just a uh, action item for all of us to kind of ask ourselves who we are how do we describe ourselves right I, like I mean I remember a specific moment in my life where I was I was <coughs> 21 I'm only 25 now right so like not long ago and I was young as well and you're still young Hey I'm still young <laughs> one of my one of my really really incredibly close friends who I don't get the chance to see as often as I walk cuz he lives in Ottawa whatever we have our own situation um He looked at me and it was uh, uh, we were in the middle of a moment and like something happened where I, I think I like tugged on his like nerve and he was just like Burr! like kind of upset. This guy looked at me and he was like, "Sean, who are you?" And he said that to me with the most like I I could I I when I look back on that situation 4 years later, I I say to myself the universe spoke through him at that moment cuz I don't even think he remember saying it. I haven't even asked him but I doubt it. And he said it with such certainty and such a stern voice that it was as if I was getting asked that question yeah. at that point in my life and I was like uh, uh, I went to go try and say who I was and I couldn't. and i was appalled like uh, for for months it changed my life it, sh- it shook my foundation yeah and it it makes you think oh my god it makes you really sit down and think because you cannot come up with the answers so one of the things i realized is that i got lucky enough that i had few mentors in life and i believe the role of mentors is very mentor is a very very important role that people play when you are growing up if if your father is not the role model or if you are a girl, you know if a guy attracts to a mother and the girl attracts to a father in terms of a role model um it 
if you don't see a role model within your parents just because of how they had to teach you and become that bad person to 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 ensure that you do the right thing and meet the right values mm-hmm. so you're not always see your parents as role models and it, you always realize that when you're like 40 45 or have kids like oh my god this is what kids to me i i should have treated my parents better mm-hmm. and all those things it always comes back after you've had kids mm-hmm. so that's already too late so even if you if you think that your parents you can't see yourself as your parents as your role model and most of your friends around you are pretty much the same age looking for the same advice and everything then you you have to have a person with a little bit more experience who is coming from a position of wanting nothing but improving your life mm. and there are people in the in the world yeah. right and you find them and it could be a person it could be an image it could be anything that helps you guide through the process beyond a certain point we live in the world of information anxiety there is a concept of flow where chicksen miahi the, the the person who developed flow they said if you are if you get too little information you're bored if you get too much information you're anxious to find a flow is the information anxiety uh, sweet spot where you have the right amount of information flowing to you that you can process that your brain can process and you can Im- and you can improve upon in life and if that information is not curated properly the way you like to see it and everything you don't have enough time throughout the day to get that attention to be able to learn so we have very little time all throughout the day doing whatever we do and then we find that moment but we have no mentor no nothing and we go into searching for answers because we're desperate it's like i have a problem but i don't know how to fix it mm-hmm. i had the same thing it's like i have a problem i do so many things but i don't know what to do it so there is a, there's a concept of paradigm shift a paradigm shift is where your conscious mind translates to a subconscious memory so up to the age of 7 you only have subconscious memory and then you develop a conscious memory then everything in your body goes through a conscious mind and the processor is 120 million bits a second that mind subconscious mind processes and only 120 bits that conscious mind processes that's a concept of short term memory to a long term memory our body is made up of 95% of subconscious activities mm. so if you even if you know that you have learned something that does not automatically mean that become you mm. which means you cannot practice it and you cannot become it until you become uh, until you practice it over a long period of time wow. that's called the process of habituation that's how we learn driving that's how we learn education that's how we do a job better and everything it's all about habituation yeah interesting there's like an aristotle quote that i'm remembering uh we are we repeatedly do mm-hmm. act actions that are not an act but a habit Yeah, I think yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm reminded of it. So, so then where did uh, that's uh, coming back to like alignment started like happening? So you recognize first you recognize health and you started making better choices for your health. Then you you thought oh maybe my relationship here, or maybe these people are not like really helping me grow. So then then you started like eliminating those people and then you still didn't feel like full and you felt that void. So how did you came to like the soul side of things and connecting with your higher self yeah how did that process happen so it's a, it's interesting first i had to figure out who i was and 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 we know people sitting here we are just pure consciousness and awareness we're not our mind we're not a body sadguru said it million times uh, i cannot i could not understand that for the love of my life but now now i know we're not our mind we have a mind mm. we don't say i am mind I have a mind. Mm. I have a body. Who's the I in this equation? Mm. Right? In essence, that is the awareness, the observer of your mind and the body. The ex- the senses experiences it and then your body registers that your body and mind registers that experience and then you try to relive or not relive or run away from it depending on good or bad experiences that we categorize as good and bad. Mm-hmm. So I did not any know any of any of that. All I knew was there's this guy, I am a 10, I know this, I know that, I can do this better and I can do that better. and i have to make something off of it and everything so i was just too much i i i i i mm-hmm. there was a complete disconnect of the understanding that i am just a very small part of the universal mind that takes care of everybody and i was like oh my job is done all i have to do is just connect to that big mind and stop thinking about my personal mind yeah how do i do that well for that i got a disconnect from my own mind for that i have to get rid of attachments now people you know anybody is going to hear it, they'll be like yeah this is all mambo jumbo and everything right i i i to some extent i'm saying that you don't have to completely 
walk away from it. There are ways that you can just go be a monk and, and not do anything. And then mm. there are ways that you can find a good balance if you're looking for a peaceful, content life. The question is, who are you? What is your purpose in life? Why do you do what you do as awareness, not as mind, as awareness? If you are aware of who you are and you are not bound by uh, by any sort of limitation of time and space, you are outside of time and space, right? And then once you understand that part, then then nothing matters because this physical body has limited to no relevance. That doesn't mean you don't get into fear. Your mind is a very powerful thing. Somebody tried to kill me, I am going to get fearful and I am going to try to protect it, the body and everything. That's what how your mind is trained to do. Your mind for 300 years is trained to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. So I'm no different. I'm not saying I'm some sort of a Buddhist monk who knows it all. But to have a first understanding that you actually can choose to walk away from all the problems that we feel we have, it's all internal. Mm -hmm. There's no external problem. Mm -hmm. We only live in our mind. We believe there's a problem, it's only in our mind. Mm -hmm. We either are afraid about the fear uh, of the future or some sort of a resentment or depression or anything else that happened in the past. So this is exactly what was happening to me. I had to unwind every single piece of that one at a time. I went through 45 therapy sessions um, in a row try to get an understanding around my past, what happened when I was a child, how I processed emotions and everything, what are some of the profound memories that are still sitting with me that, that doesn't need to have any place in life today. Mm -hmm. That was just the past behavior that had to somehow find a way to go and then you have to practice that, right? In four-step four philosophy of life, I came to know is you have to know something first, then you have to understand it, then you have to practice it and then you have to become it. Mm -hmm. So if you just get to know it and understand it by reading too much and everything, but you never practice, you're never gonna be able to change it. Mm -hmm. These four steps are required. Yeah. So for me, I was lucky enough to be able to do a lot of reading in those six months and a lot of courses and, and, and thinking about a lot of different things. And uh, I did spend significant amount of time learning. Right? Learning is one of the most relevant things in life if you don't learn every day if you're not growing every day if you can't monitor your progress even if it's 0.111 percent from yesterday to today you're not growing mm. what does uh, wow. learning uh, like means to you like what kind of learning were you doing you have to chase your curiosity so you have to sit down and you have to we well, have to answer the first question that i said you have to believe that you but i had to believe that i am awareness i'm aware of everything. That's why I said uh, we, we say we have awareness. We also say I am aware. Mm. It the, the definition of I am that I am is is that. is coming from the fact that I am it. Yeah. I'm everything and I'm nothing. Wow. In a quantum world, I don't have an existence. I don't have an image. I don't have a body. I have a consciousness. I can think about myself. I can separate my body from my mind. I can be in moon if I want to in a split second. While I'm talking, some people might be thinking about moon and standing on the moon. Mm. You know, Atinda, what would you say, like we were talking about off the, offline, we were talking about blind spots, right? Like let's say um, yeah, you have to give an advice or someone, someone who is a younger version of you is listening right now. There must be some blind spots you had because you were going like, you know, blinders on, focused on, I want to be successful, I want to get to the top of this company. Then what were those blind spots you had which led you to that point where something had to trigger for you to start looking inwards? What were what were those blind spots where people can actually pay attention if they are in early stages of their life and they can be more attentive to those things? So that's a great question. If I go back and say, not that I would do it differently because I wouldn't be who I am if yeah. I wouldn't have lived the life, but if, uh, if I look at the aspects of it, I did not learn enough that I should have learned. What that means is, what that means is that you have to you have to have this curiosity about learning, not because you want to get somewhere. There's no reason. You just have to learn. Learn anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. People, I was, I was curious about things that I know about. I wanted to be curious about everything. Curiosity about everything removes judgment and expectations. The conditioned mind says, this is not relevant to you. Why are you focused on this? We are trained as individuals to say, you are a son of Gupta. 
you are supposed to be doing accounting mm. what are you doing over there don't play volleyball don't play this like just focus here this is what your career is so your curiosity gets limited you start putting yourself in a box yeah right as as parents their only job is to think keep their kids safe and don't give their give, give your bullshit to them but we can't stop ourselves from doing it because that's how we are conditioned that's how I our parents did how their parents did it yeah. it's generational so somebody has to start somewhere so as soon as you become aware and as soon as somebody hears the podcast and everything and says okay i'm going to stop and reflect for a second yeah. i'm going to i'm going to have to change nothing i just want to reflect yeah Find the time for yourself. Take a thinking time. Warren Buffett put three hours in a week or four hours in a week just to think. Mm. They're every best um, entrepreneur in the world has a lesson out there. Mm. If you can't, if you don't know what to find, if you don't know where the mentors are, mm. follow the best people in the world who live the the most peaceful life. Yeah. Somebody and they'll was, tell you. Somebody was saying it's as easy as finding the most obvious videos. Like if you look at somebody like Sadhguru on YouTube, his videos titles are the most obvious titles in the world. Yeah. How to be happy. <laughs> and it's like a four minute video. <laughs> and you're like, nah, I'm not going to click it. <laughs> Try clicking it. It's not giving you what you're conditioned to think you need. Yeah. We are conditioned to believe certain beliefs. So what I would do different is other than learning, other than finding time, other than uh, finding a mentor, I would really challenge my belief because mm -hmm. now I've been conditioned that I had no control over. Mm -hmm. I was born in an environment that I could not do anything about. Yeah. I want to challenge that to see what do I know? Is this my belief or is this a belief given to me? Mm -hmm. How far back I can go and say I'm consciously aware that I made this belief. Yeah. And and most of nine or 10 times you'll be like, I don't know why I believe, but I think I need a house. Oh, it could be a parent. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like because they told them that's how security works. Right. Yeah. Okay, go for it. So I feel like uh, I feel like looking back now on kind of the story you've shaped for us is you know you were living in a certain paradigm where life you were going based off of a blueprint that you figured life had for you then you had a moment in your life where your body kind of triggered something in your environment and then your friends and family and you slowly started to become more introspective and then it shifted things into your modern life i think a big thing in looking at your story as an observer is that it's not like you stopped working and it's not like you separated yourself and went into the mountains like you talked about so how you've in implemented these mindsets in kind of this newfound version of yourself, this butterfly at the end of the... You like that thing, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that, that was a moment. I mean, I don't know if we should tell the... Well, we should talk about we that should in talk a second. About, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a synchronicity. Yeah. Um, you know, you're the butterfly, and now how you implement those types of like the characteristics and attitudes and, and person that you are in, in the person that has to live in, in the world that we do. It's, Today, I am grateful for so many things that I cannot find time to write. When I ask people, what are you grateful about? They will list everything but themselves. It's so funny. Wow. I've asked so many people, it says, I'm grateful for wow. my job. I'm grateful for my dog. I'm grateful for my wife. I'm grateful for my mother. I'm grateful for my wife. It's like, are you not grateful for yourself? Like why? Why is that, that the first thing? You should have tested it. <laughs> <laughs> and saying that's it. I have a pretty good idea. It's like uh, uh, let me think about people go into things yeah. or people that they care about. Yeah. We don't put importance on ourselves. There is a beautiful quotation that I came across, which was like, uh, "Seeking is the presence of lack." Mm. When you seek something that makes you believe that you lack it, you don't lack anything. Yeah. You are enough. So when you seek something, that means you automatically believe internally that you don't have it. Mm. And we have everything we need today. Wow. So butterfly uh, analogy, it's the most beautiful it's, thing. Somebody yeah. So, yeah. you know, what you want to look for is transformation, not change. Mm. And it's a huge difference. Change are habitual. You, you did it, you saw a weaker moment, you just came back to it. Mm. it. It can always revert back. Changes are very, very temporary nature, nature at times. Transformation is once you convert into something, you just cannot come back. So, <laughs> so as you know where I'm going, it's a caterpillar becoming a butterfly can never go back becoming a caterpillar. Never. 
Yeah. yeah. And we it's liken it to like information. It's like an awareness, a certain type of lens. It's like once you look through it, you can't say, no, don't you show can. me. Don't <laughs> you? <laughs> you can't pretend like you, you never can. saw it. You have to yeah. you get your memory wiped or something. It's, it's almost impossible for yeah. me to go back and live the way I lived. Mm-hmm. Anger was my byproduct for everything. If I don't know something, I can be just dominant, egoistic because I had so much money and blah, 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 whatever status and everything. I can just, I can treat you whatever way I want to and nobody would say anything to me and everything and anger is just inevitable. Mm. Anger is a secondary emotion. It's almost always is not a primary emotion. There is a deep rooted emotion that talks about anger. So anger could be because you are really frustrated. It could be because you feel you're not loved. It could be because you're sad. It could be because you want something. It means a lot of things, mm-hmm. but people express his anger as an outlet. Mm-hmm. But And the other person who gets the anger just re- reciprocate with anger without really trying to understand and take it personal and say, I want to understand what's the root cause of this anger and see if I can help you. Yeah. And that happens because we have ego and they have ego. So everybody just keep pressing on ego, yeah. which means we're creating more, um, you know, what we call is ama. Uh, you know, in uh, in in Ayurveda, ama is the undigested expression of stress, toxins, and food. Oh wow! We have so much of undigested toxins and stress and emotions and blockages inside us that we cannot process it, and it stays in you, and it drives every behavior that you have from that point onwards. Everything. We blame people for being uh, upset and frustrated, but we never try to figure it out and help them. And all they need is probably a hug and say, I'm sorry you're going through this pain and everything. I wish I could do something about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that easy. Yeah. It is. No, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I can, uh, like, uh, <laughs> you, you had to go through a certain um, journey of your life and come to a point where certain things triggered you to start looking inwards and where you are now finding peace and meaning to life in a different way than you did before. List somebody listening right now, what would you advise? Like, what are those habits, those practices which we can implement, which can help us start understanding ourselves better so that we don't have to go to a point where something major triggers us to look inwards? Yeah. Um, how many hours do we have? <laughs> <laughs> you can give a pocket size answer. <laughs> we can yeah. do another episode. So. So the reason why it's a very difficult because there's just so much that that I so I, I would say going back to my original answer try everything try everything what that means is that once you once you do like so I'll, I'll give you a few books that I that changed my life from so many different ways right Untethered Soul Michael Singer absolutely fabulous book gives you a perspective about who you are Untethered Soul. New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, um, you know, absolutely fabulous book. Um, I I read a lot about. Uh, um, I don't know if you've, uh, you know, the, the uh, Robin Sharma, the monk who sold his Ferrari and everything. It was uh, a a great book from a leadership perspective and kind of combining life and leadership in so many different ways. Um, I, I read that. I've done a Vipassana meditation course. Uh, I couldn't do all of it and everything. I started hyperventilating, but it's a 13 hours meditation a day for a whole day, silent meditation for 10 days. And it, it, it brings everything inside out and everything. And you just, you're a new person after 10 days. M- meditation. Um, meditation, yoga. It, it, these are words that have very different meanings so it's very hard to say what you do in it but there are specificities there are pockets of knowledge uh, what i would say is any knowledge that is written or rewritten or re um, cycled thank you by so many different people go back to like thousand two thousand five thousand years old yeah right? that's where you'll find the true yeah. meaning of life before all this chaos took over sure. and men start not men but human beings started creating other things mm-hmm. right so we, we don't have a conceptual knowledge of how um, how it needs like if you go to listen to Plato or uh, Einstein or some of the geniuses who have who have whose sole job was just to sit there and think mm. they would go to places in other world and basically make friends yeah. while they're in their dreams and everything this yeah. is how much they were thinking yeah they have done true real thinking and everything and when they come up with life strategies you got to dig into those and figure out where what's valuable to them when we start to listen to other people and make that a belief and then we live that belief for years we're wasting time 
So we have to narrow down who we want to trust. How do we believe what we believe? Um, it's it's a it's a lot of work on yourself. Mm-hmm. If and at times it's like, why do I need to care to do this? I said, well, you can wait for it to become miserable, and then you have to put the time and effort because you don't want to be there. Uh, or you can start now before you get there, and you could probably won't even feel or have ever have to get yeah, there. Yeah, right? and I think a big why is is your potential. You know, something that really pushed me was. Once I realized I was the only thing holding myself back from my potential because I was shown Your what my mind. potential could have been. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm the only thing I'm the only yeah. thing in the in between this. I leapt out of the way. Yeah. And my whole life skyrocketed. That's it. Your That's it. Human potential. Whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you want to experience, you can accelerate the growth, your learning abilities, your communication ability. If you're alive, imagine being alive times 10, times 20. Will Smith said very clearly in a number of places, and it's been repeated by a whole bunch of people, best things in life is sitting on the other side of fear. Mm-hmm. Best things in life. Yeah. You want to experience it, you got to give in. Yeah. And there in my life, there's only one thing that I'm practicing and I'm not there yet is surrender. You have to accept the way life is coming. There's a huge difference in the, most people go straight away, like, so then I don't have to get out of bed. No. You have laws of nature that requires you to fulfill your responsibility mm-hmm. in a certain way. Yeah. You have social responsibility. You have a spiritual responsibility. Nature moves. And you have, yeah, you nature have moves. a responsibility. As a life, you have a responsibility to create, to yeah. experience, and to learn. Yeah. We're supposed to learn everything. Yeah create more if we can experience it so we can create more and we have to take all of that information out at a spiritual level and take it back to the source so we can create a better world it's a responsibility yo you just did something really major for me right now (laughs) yeah okay so i i believe that like in life it was like a philosophy that i had that our purpose in life as human beings was to create and i didn't realize until you just had said that it's like to create experience and learn just humbled my ass <laughs> like majorly <laughs> because for me it was always creation and, and everything that I do in my life is yeah. expressions of creation and and you know Deepa can speak to that as well he loves to create and to create is such a natural part of life like even when we you know have kids and so on and so forth it's another aspect of creation yeah and that's why I, th- I thought I th- I'm sitting here two minutes ago thinking that that's the purpose of everybody on this planet <laughs> But then to experience and to learn puts you right back in the in, same creation mode. In the same creation yeah, mode, right. but like it's humbly, it's balanced. Yeah. That's a balanced approach to that yeah. whole. So three things which come out of um, uh, what he suggested, if anybody wants to take away, is reading books, mm-hmm. meditation, and yoga. Yeah, those are the things people can dabble in and explore. Not necessarily you are giving Curiosity, them a specific yeah. asana or some kind of meditative technique. You are telling people just explore those things, read more meditate more reflect more do some yoga stretch your body push your body to different limits so that will help you explore further within the the body the body aspect and the mind aspect is healthier because it requires you to live a fulfilling physical life Mm. your awareness has no life limitation it's just going to keep circling the body suit right but your body while you're still here you have a limitation. You live within the confines of time and space. You have to live this much time and move through space to get there. That's your that's your limitation. You, you're living a very limited time space. Mm. Within that time space continuum, what is it that you're supposed to do? What are some of the things you can do? Mm. Everything is not same for everybody. Everything calls differently. There's no one simple answer. Mm. The answer is to start with curiosity. Mm. Stack it with the with the motivation. Make a passion out of it and solve a problem. Mm. You know, there are so much. Uh, we are all living a life of suffering. We are just at a different level. Mm. If you want to do something, alleviate someone else's suffering. Yeah. Get up in the morning and try to do something that is not about I. Yeah. I need to get at this. I need to look good. I need to go there. I need to make money. I need to take care of my kids. It's I, 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 I. Yeah, yeah. Right? We are wired to do things I. Where is the service to others of any kind? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. When you are coming from a position of, when we are coming from a position of thinking about what I need, we're coming from a very limited mind. Our mind is only made up of last 20, 30, 40 years of our experience. The universe that manages everything and every aspect of it and is knowing already taking care of what's going to happen. You just have to understand and tune yourself into that thing and things will just happen. 
how many times you know that or you know that things just happens to you oh, yeah. and you look at it and it's like I don't know why it happened well because you did not come with the position of personal gain Mm-hmm. You came with the position of improving the masses. Mm-hmm. You came with the position of tuning in to making sure that I'm not disrupting universal's plan. Mm. The moment you start disrupting is when you start putting your own agenda in there. It's mm. like I don't like this. <laughs> life is happening to me, but life should happen differently. Yeah. Because I like it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Right? We have this fundamental problem <laughs> of expectation from life. We had I had this huge one. It's like nobody understands me. So nobody will. Nobody understands me. It's like I do so much for other people. Nobody understands me. Can't even give me this much time. Mm-hmm. It is a big fundamental problem. It's like I do so much for so there's a huge expectation that I will do something to you so you can do something for me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even understand myself, dude. How the hell do you have an expectation of somebody else understanding you? Yeah. Right? So there is you know, as much as we want to get get the answers down like I said there's not enough time in the world to be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. The the starting point Uh, the quality of response depends on the quality of the question whether you ask yourself or whether yeah. you ask somebody else yeah you have to sit and think what is working what is not working ask the questions and have the courage to be able to lean in and try yeah and that's a good starting point and then once you lean in you will see change but if you don't lean in because you want to, because your mind says show me the result what it's going to look like and then i will lean in Mm. That is the problem. There's a, a Elon Musk quote that once the question could be precisely framed, the answer showed up. Answer showed up. Answer just showed up. Yeah, the quality of the answer depends on the quality of the question. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It's just you have to ask questions that you that came up after you consciously thought about it. I that's my number one piece of advice to anybody whenever they say, "Hey Sean, like, yo, this is going on in my life like this is what i think i say to every single person ask for help just put it out there not to anybody but to the universe say look this is what i'm going through and i don't know and i want help yeah. show me how yeah and you just put that vibration out into the world the universe Absolutely. now the universe knows oh <laughs> this person needs some help yeah going to send it it's going to be a random billboard it's going to be a random conversation it's going to be a random text message it's going to mm-hmm. be a random tv show it's going to you never know there's so yeah. many ways yeah. it's 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 almost uh, disheartening that people have expectations and but it's reality mm-hmm. everybody have huge expectations from everything mm-hmm. i put in too much of my time this is my personal time look you told me i should do it and i went in and did it i got nothing well because you still you're still very personal about it do you believe do you believe the universe universe will take care of it or you want to prove mm-hmm. that universe universe will take care of it mm-hmm. which one is it yeah once you believe in you living a life it's a lifestyle yeah once you ask for proof you're just waiting for some theorem to be solved yeah it's never going to work I feel like this this brings up a good question that I feel like could be very valuable and it's something that I'm like learning as I'm I I still don't have an like an idea but I'm learning what it means for to be to to bring value and to bring worth and I think it's something that you just touched on is like my time is this but I don't know how to value my time because I don't know what my worth is is that something you could speak yeah, to yeah so it's a very interesting question I was actually talking to somebody today really so um, yeah so for example You're sitting here, you're sitting here, I'm sitting here. How much is is your hourly rate, my friend? A thousand bucks. How much is your hourly rate? My most expensive or my cheapest? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, 180 bucks. Okay. So, let's say mine was $500 or something like that, right? <laughs> If somebody goes 15 years ago, somebody would not pay me more than $8. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> I have come across so many people in life who are way smarter than I ever was or ever will be yeah. even today or that time and all those things our concept of value or worth yeah. is exactly dependent on that the value is yeah, something right. that I will get and what I will save from it that's a value to me mm-hmm. if i pay you $150 and i save $350 my value is $200 yeah it helped me save $200 exactly but worth 
is when I pay you $150 and you only delivered work according to that person's worth, yes. it's only $50 worth of work, okay. then it's like, oh, you're only worth $50. Mm. Or well, you could be worth $200 or $500. Mm. We decide as, as, as human race, we have created this concept of capitalization that we say is, A, I needed to not do barter system, money is floating with this paper, has a value, notional value and everything. So based on that, I label you as a $50 guy, I label you as a $100 guy. Yeah. And if you take two years of experience and everything, then I'll, <laughs> I'll put you at 200. How's that sound? Yeah. Oh, but you were, you were almost always $200, but today you did this work, it was almost like $70 worth. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> I not it really. was negotiable like that. <laughs> but because I paid you $200, but I saved $500, so it's still value to me. Yeah. Mm. It makes me think of like when you have a server and sometimes you're like, wow, that server was born for that job. Yeah. Or like you have a server and yeah. you're like, they're just doing it because they can do it. Like yeah. They're capable of doing yeah. it. Yeah. So it's that's worth worth and value True. in worlds. So worth is tip. <laughs> worth is how one person perceives the other person's effort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's not tied to okay. any particular. It's one other person's per- perception. It's like really you know, helpful. like Jay Shetty said it a few other times. Like I am not who I think I am. I'm not who you think I am. I am who I think you think I am. Mm. So it's always the perception of your own self That's is cheeky. the true self. Wow, very interesting. It makes yeah. me think of sorry, Pankaj. Last thing, just because it was like two yeah, yeah, paragraphs yeah. ago, was like. Um, it may, what you said made me think of a sentence of I am so I can mm-hmm. and you fill in the blanks as you want and I think because people are so caught up in the I am this so my time is this and we become very I I I I I that you are so that you can X whatever mm-hmm. you want yeah could be valuable but yeah yeah no i was just gonna share something uh, on the note which where Atin said expectation i i was talking to someone and they said why don't you replace the word expectation with an agreement because when we have an expectation we are anticipating something which could or could not happen but when you have an agreement in place there is only one thing you can do take care of your side of the agreement and you've been talking all. to lawyers man. that's all <laughs> <laughs> this guy was a performance coach so like but i like that analogy yeah, yeah, because yeah. in agreement i only have to worry about what i am supposed to do but in an expectation we have underlying expectation of how atin is going to behave mm-hmm. or react right if it's an agreement then i'm just worried about my side of the things i'm not yeah. really worried about yeah. um, there's this one thing that uh, in the same note there's one thing that i realized which i had no idea it was profoundly changed my life in a way I never knew there was no such thing as good and bad we make everything good and bad by labeling it as soon as it happens to us mm-hmm. you got into a car accident ah, such a bad thing happened you got a baby oh, it's an awesome thing we label at every single point of time yeah. life never comes to us oh thank you brother. Um, life doesn't come to us as good and bad we label it good and bad and this is what my problem was that helped me a little bit get out of anger was I was only getting angry. I, I was saying, oh, that guy made me angry. I was like, no, that person is doing something that doesn't sit with your own fundamental needs. That's why you made yourself angry. Mm-hmm. And that shift, it's like, oh, am I making myself angry? Well, but then I don't need to make myself angry. Mm-hmm. So how do I change it? So when, when we react to the environment external to us, we are always going to be slave to that environment. Yeah. I told you something and he's like, you don't even know me. It's like, dude, it doesn't matter to me. Look at yourself. Just hear what Jesus said. Mm. Like, you are making yourself because your ego immediately kicked in and said, oh, what are you telling me? This is not the way it's supposed to be. We are so caught up with our, we are told we are entitled human being, especially in this part of the world. It's like, oh, you're so beautiful. You have gold and nice hair. Look at dude, you're so tall. You got great built and everything. You're going to be hot. Like, we're entitled 100%, right? And you know, I grew up entitled and everything. And then like after 10 years, that entitlement was taken away. And I'm like, I'm crying out loud. It's like, what? I had Mercedes. Where did that go? I had a house. Yeah. Like, you know, I could take money anytime. Like, what the hell happened to me? Right? So we are how we are conditioned. Mm. But that's not who we are. We are just the observer of those conditioned body and mind. And if we can just find a way to walk away from it and and look internal. Mm -hmm. Every experience, every journey, every growth is internal. You have to have a relationship with pain. 
You cannot sit in the comfort zone and expect results. Mm -hmm. You have to have a relationship with pain. That's come with routines. There is no one routine. The routine is basically follow who speaks to you the most, whose life speaks to you the most and resonates with you. Ask a lot of really good questions. Get clarity. Never get satisfied with any answers that doesn't resonate with you. Don't just stop because your mind says, I don't think I should ask more because I don't feel it's good. Keep asking and keep digging until you get a satisfactory answer. And then formulate a plan consciously for yourself and say, I want to do this. And then leap into that fear mm -hmm. and try. Beautiful. You may not know a lot, but you can try just a little bit yeah. and see where yeah. it goes. So encourage curiosity. To encourage curiosity, yeah. become a motivation. I, I ask people who you are and what's your passion, what's your purpose in life. And I've lost them already. And it's like, that's why I don't go on dates anymore because I can't handle. <laughs> it's hard, man. Dude, uh, we'll, we'll tag you in the video so that I oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know I what? I lose people I, very quickly. <laughs> most of the time when uh, we have at, uh, <laughs> when we have guests on, they give us very specific answer. And you know, it's like uh, we they try to give like nuggets or like of wisdom or those short pills. I feel like Atin is giving very... Um, you know, it's like an infinity loop. It's like yeah, yeah. It's snake with, eating the tail yeah, kind of situation. That, those answers, which is again like, no, you know, there's this been is, a lot of yeah. gold, man. There no. is no one person lives the same life. Yeah. We never live the same moment. No, but which is amazing because, yeah. you know, like that is actually the essence of what life is. Like yeah. there isn't going to be, we are not going to give any, like yeah. we always say, we're not going to give any short answers to yeah. a great yeah. life here on this podcast. Exactly. And the whole idea is just to share everybody and everybody's opinion and respect it. Like you said, nothing is good. Nothing is bad. We are one what we decide. Yeah. And uh, again, like you did give like a few ideas about like reading and meditation and mindfulness and I just woke up. Yeah, I just woke up from asleep. And I'm very mindful of my time, mm. but it is a very personal thing to do, and but it's a conscious thing to do. But at the same time, I still give time who needs it, yeah. right? I like my my job is to make sure that if I can improve one person's life, not that I'm better than them, but if I can support anybody in any any direction and everything, that's a good service we can start with. Right? But I get caught up in my mind. I go back into anger at times. I go back into old emotions and everything. I go in and out of it all the time. Mm -hmm. Meditation helps me a lot. It helps me center down a lot. It is the best time of my day when I sit down for meditation. Beautiful. It is the best time of the day. Mm -hmm. Whether it's five minutes, whether it's 10 minutes, being with myself is the best thing ever. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, it has changed my life in so yeah. many different ways. All the chaos outside is just environment that's triggering you. Phone came in, you're upset for three hours. Something else came in, you didn't like and everything. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what to do with it. Every environment, everything around you is making you feel bad. It's no, mm -hmm. it, it's just, it's always gonna happen. Yeah. You have to choose yeah. how to react. Yeah. And that means you have to look at your belief system internally to see how that reacts. There's an Oscar Wilde quote that goes, at the beginning of a lifelong romance starts with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Never heard about that one. Even, uh, and uh, Mark Twain, sorry, last one is uh, a man has two births. The one the day you're born and the second one the, 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 the day you learn why. And I, I like the one which says you have two folks in your head. One is your awareness, one is your mind. It depends on who you feed the most. It's going to win. Wow. You know, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to just give it a shout out to even Atin's uh, startup. It's called Countable. Yeah. And, uh, he, he His uh, saying on his website is we give you the most valuable commodity you have, which is time. And uh, yeah. which is so true. We, we oh, all quoted you. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's what they are doing with their company, where they are giving people back their time. And, and, and terms of it's just a very small um, thing that we're trying to make. Um, someone's life better if we can. I only know accounting. I've done it for 15 years so and I'm really good at it. Yeah, but you know what? If it changes in, a, in some capacity where people can... Buy. So this is where this is what my personal vision was. I've always walked away from accounting because we helped a lot of people. There's there's four pillars in the profession, as, you know, as we, as we call what legal and doctor and accountants and, and so on and so forth and engineers. Like there are certain pillars that are pillars of our economy if we are living in this world. And, and we work so hard in trying to get every one of those professionals, including everybody else, they're creating so many different things. You know, you, you close your eyes and you trust the doctor that he's going to open your body and he's going to do what you need to do and you have to trust. 
right? When it comes to certain things on legal, you just let the lawyer take care of it. And when it comes to accounting, you just let the accountants. You don't try to be them, mm. right? So everybody is good in their own trade and nobody tries to walk into the trade. And, and, and over the course of time, there are certain pillars that have established which are required in so many different ways and that, that the system will, ecosystem will collapse, right? Mm -hmm. So from my perspective, living that world, people do come with the intention to do good. They don't have time. Mm -hmm. I, like I'm doing my manager's job, manager's doing his own job, nobody's doing my job, and then the guy mm -hmm. who did the job is already gone away. So yeah. like it, this whole cycle is just off. Yeah. So I said, well, I don't know if I can change it all, but we could try. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. We're not trying to make another software so you can pay us and, and we can just go home and be all excited about everything. If we succeed, it'll be only because people believed in us and they think that there is something valuable, it's something different that comes to life. And if not, then it's okay, and life goes on. No, that's that's, uh, that's we, remarkable, man. Yeah, we, we wish you luck, and we know we, you will succeed. You have a good intention, yeah, good heart. Success is very... You're <laughs> supported by the universe, literally. <laughs> success is in the action and the intention which you have like yeah. uh, going on. So you, you are a successful person. Yeah, There's man. no doubt about it. Yeah, We are really, really grateful to have you. So grateful. To, on Thank the you show. for having me, guys. Uh, and guys, you get ready for this uh, infinity loop ride where uh, you yeah. <laughs> explore uh, the yeah. yourself through Atin's uh, any lines. anyone I have any questions I'm always yeah uh, up for we will uh, tag Atin into the video as well in our yeah. show notes and yeah uh, there's actually uh, we're probably gonna have him back on when he brings to light a lot that he's been working on in in secret he's got a 45,000 uh, word uh, book that he's been yeah. working on <laughs> well, you know, I gotta like, I gotta take another break because I lost I wrote last time in Bali when I was there yeah. and so that one yeah well whatever by the it time is called, something comes to the world yeah we're definitely gonna have you back on but okay yeah if you if, okay. if you want you maybe give a teaser no it's a, it is uh so I initially called it blind spot oh. uh, <laughs> So it's it's you don't live your life, you live someone else's life. As someone else's means everything around you created your life and you have to get used to your life and you have to figure out what is the agenda of my soul, so to speak, and how do I live the best version of my life and the highest version of my life and what does that look like? So that's what I'm trying to break down into first going through the process of understanding it and then what are some of the things you can practice it the way I did it, if it means anything. and and. And the Amazing. journey is ongoing. That's beautiful, yeah. man. Beautiful. That's guys, a man you reach out to us and we can connect you with Atin. We'll give you his personal reach <laughs> out to find these more answers. Yeah. But we are very grateful. Thank you so much for Thank you, guys. The Thank show. you so much. Thanks, bro. Yeah, Till thanks next time, me. have a great uh, rest of the year. Happy New Year coming soon. Oh, Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.